Inferior Misgivings About Jesus Sir, thou hast nothing to draw with. John 4.11 I am impressed with the wonder of what God says, but he cannot expect me to really live it out in the details of my life. When it comes to facing Jesus Christ on his own merits, our attitude is one of pious superiority. Your ideals are high and they impress us, but in touch with actual things, it cannot be done. Each of us thinks about Jesus in this way in some particular. These misgivings about Jesus start from the amused questions put to us when we talk of our transactions with God. Where are you going to get your money from? How are you going to be looked after? Or they start from ourselves when we tell Jesus that our case is a bit too hard for him. It is all very well to say, trust in the Lord, but a man must live. And Jesus has nothing to draw with, nothing whereby to give us these things. Beware of the pious fraud in you which says, I have no misgivings about Jesus, only about myself. None of us have ever had misgivings about ourselves. We know exactly what we cannot do. But we do have misgivings about Jesus. We are rather hurt at the idea that he can do what we cannot. My misgivings arise from the fact that I ransack my own person to find out how he will be able to do it. My questions spring from the depths of my own inferiority. If I detect these misgivings in myself, let me bring them to the light and confess them. Lord, I have had misgivings about thee and I have not believed in thy wits apart from my own. I have not believed in thine almighty power apart from my finite understanding of it. Lord, I have had misgivings about thee. I have not believed in thy wits apart from my own. I have not believed in thine almighty power apart from my finite understanding of it. Oswald chose John 4 for today's devotional because of its perfect example of how servitude works when done for the will of the Father. The last few days were spent explaining service and sacrifice, and in John 4, Jesus gives a great explanation of sowing seeds and reaping the benefit. John 4:35, Jesus says, He who reaps receives wages and gathers fruit for eternal life, so that the sower and reaper may rejoice together. I hear from many people that we need to work hard and sow our seeds 
to reap our own rewards. But now I know that is not how God intends things to work. Jesus clearly states there is a sower and a reaper. There are two separate parties, not one. Oswald explains how we must sacrifice to serve the interests of other men because that is how we eat. Just as Jesus says, my food is to do the will of him who sent me and to accomplish his work. As Christians, we must sacrifice ourselves to sow seeds for other men to reap. We aren't supposed to keep the fruit to ourselves because when that happens, Jesus says what the owner of the vineyard will do. In Mark 12, 9, he will come and destroy the tenants and give the vineyard to others. Man, this is hitting me hard because in my line of work, I do serve people. But the way in which we serve is out of the power of man. And Jesus says in John 4.13, Everyone who drinks of this water, water will thirst again. This will not work. Apart from Jesus, there will be no fruit and chaos and destruction will continue. I have been born of water and the Spirit, and it is time for me to use the spring of water welling up to eternal life, which is in me, from Jesus. Jesus has been breaking me down, and I love it. I see how I must abandon my ways and embrace what I do not know. I hear the sound of the wind, and I know that I can't control it at all. I accept. I do not know whence it comes or whither it goes, but I will let it guide me and be swept away. As I enter into this journey, guided by the Holy Spirit, I can choose to sacrifice myself and be broken bread and poured out wine. I want to sow into people's lives so that those who believe may be encouraged and fed so that they may remain uplifted, not by me, but by our Father. For those who do not believe, I pray when I sow into their lives that they profess just as the Samaritans did to the woman in John 4:42. It is no longer because of your words that we believe, for we have heard ourselves, and we know that this is indeed the Savior of the world. I want my life's work to constantly bring people to the Lord so that they may be saved and the seed sown are multiplied over and over. I pray that I may serve just as those before me have served.